Yeah. Loose. It's been a very loose start to the day. Like loose skin. But really enjoying uh, being in the Millennium Noggin once mm. again. We've got the yeah. to- toes wriggling through the shag pile shag rug. Pile. Yes. Uh, and the other thing beauty about the shag pile is we can drop lots of food because we eat <laughs> pretty much while the pre- you're eating something now. Yep. We'll just drop little bits and pieces and, it, and once it's, it disappears. That's right. You don't have to vacuum it. No. It's, it's magic. The magic shag, shag pile. pile. So the Millennium Noggin, we have our in-house sound engineer, Wookie. Uh, Cam, you know I'm going to ask you to make some sort of pained Wookie noise. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. He's going to have to have a have a lie down after that one. I think that was the that was our Wookie. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. It's really uh, stressful on the nervous system. That mm. one for Cammy. Mm. It's really tapping yeah. into that fight mm. or flight mm. system. Mm. Mm. Now, Rodan, a really big show coming up. A little bit of a different show. It's coming got some up. serious weight in it. Yes, we've been uh, pretty focused on body composition, fat yeah. loss, like everyone else. You know, blah, for the, blah, blah. these last few episodes, and you know, we had Broderick on last week. Explaining how a factory produces a widget. Yeah, the widget, whatever that is. (laughs) We still don't know. Google it. Wookie, resident Wookie, Google. But this week we've got a lovely woman, Alex Stewart. And the double X. She comes from a website called Lotox Life. Yes. And she's built a thriving business around Mm. her passion Mm. of cleaning up, detoxifying, lowering toxic Toxic burden. burden. And she's got these wonderful range of courses that you can do. It goes right through the science of what's yep. going on in the body, yep. all the way through to the practical applications of what brands to buy to, to start to detox and lower your burden around and, the house. And I think she also has a that particular, I think the one that you're referring to, which we'll reference mm. a little later, a, a big psychological element as well there too. So uh, to, to really educate the, the attendee, it's not too daunting. You can create a better world for yourself without too yes. much effort. So a- and making it a, an enjoyable process. Enjoyable process, yes. Yeah. She really did emphasize that many times. Mm, so. The psychology of that change process. So very, very cool. Really looking forward to talking to her. While we're um, on this topic, it's mm, worth mm. just once again going over... Dotting eyes, crossing, crossing T's. We'll do it really quickly now. Mm, so the liver, mm. 24 hours a day, it's constantly filtering your yes. blood. All of these toxins that we absorb in come through in, the environment... Dishwashing liquid, yeah, the air shampoo, you breathe, uh, perfumes. Perfume. Don't get me sauce. started on perfumes. I know. Well, that's because you've got a very, I think, a slow phase two, mm. and they mm. hit your brain. But before we get to phase two, so the blood's filtering through the liver. Mm. The liver will then attach a cofactor, which is usually a vitamin. Vitamin. In phase one. In mm. phase two, that cofactor will then be attached to an amino acid. Amino. Which will yep. produce some sort of conjugation, and then it's usually got a, a water-soluble compound at the end of that process. Yeah, so fat-based into a... So it converts it so it can be excreted as a water-based, yep. And then phase three, the kidneys, the pee, the feces. Feces. The sweat. That's when phase three gets rid of all of those water-based things. So phase one, phase two, phase three, vitamin phase one, amino acid phase two, water-soluble out in phase three. Okay, very good. Nice little uh, recap there for us. Uh, so we've got Alex Stewart from Lotox Life coming up shortly. Yep. Um, a nice big range of seminars coming through the Icon Performance Health Centre, as there always yes. is. As we said last week on the program, to all of our Under the Bar listeners, uh, the Christian Tippy Toes, Tibido, coming out for awesome programming seminar. But Sydney, Melbourne, Perth. That's right. We've got Larry Vanette and Francine Savard. Yes, a physique preparation uh, style of seminar. So that basically the A to Z of everything you could possibly want to know. That's uh, Sydney, Melbourne only, not Perth. I think so. Menno Henselmans. Yeah, big coog and that guy in. He's uh, doing all three uh, Sydney... Uh, Melbourne and uh, Perth, I do believe as well, but that'll be absolutely awesome. Fantastic. Big mentor of mine. Yep, Dr. Chrysler and Nelson Virgil Men's Nelson Health Virgil. Seminar. In Men's Health, I think Sydney, Melbourne for that one. One day, I think, seminar, but, uh, but really everyone should attend that one because, well, half of the population, well, it's probably not half. I don't know what the, the percentage, male, <laughs> female, but there's a lot of us. Yes. Uh, and, and general health for men looking at testosterone therapy, but but the everything. So uh, natural uh, ways to deal with it, you know, lifestyle training, nutrition, all that type of thing. Mm. But that's going to be absolutely awesome. And we'll be doing uh, some more under the bar specific seminars as well. Yeah. So Very that exciting. suite of seminars, mm. a 5% discount to all under the bar listeners. Very cool. Uh, email Emily at Icon Performance Health. Yep. Info at iconph.com.au. Yep. With the code word balls deep. Balls deep. And you'll get your 5% discount on all of those. Seminars. Yeah, and if you forget, you can message me on uh, Facebook, 
um, or Instagram if you like. But yep. you can uh, hit me up if uh, if you want to be steered in the right direction. Shoot me your email, and I can uh, and I can pass the details on. But the the password or, or code word to get the five percent uh, adds up. You yeah, know, well we're, we're, we're inflating those prices five percent, so we're not actually <laughs> getting a discount. Yes. But but that aside, five percent is five percent. Yeah, so on a thousand dollar course, five percent you know makes a difference. Yeah, we can't do the math on that off the top of the head, but no. it's it's significant. <laughs> right, uh, go to underthebarpodcast.com to uh, see our latest blog posts and yes. please leave us a speak pipe the very popular speak pipe segment uh, and uh, that's, that's pretty, pretty much let's, I dotted across right balls deep. Alex Stewart from Low Tox Life coming up very shortly, Rawdon. Yes. And uh, just before we get to her, now, as this interview developed, the content in her courses sound really good and I think might be actually applicable for a lot of our listeners out there. Yes. She mentioned that a few naturopaths and and health professionals have been through the course themselves. So for any PTs or health professionals that want to, I guess, further their own education in this particular field. I think it would be invaluable, yeah. Or equip themselves with the skill set required to educate their clients to a level yeah. where they're prepared to actually start making some of these changes and, and i think by the sounds of it the end of this uh the, what you're going to reference this uh course online course that we're going to talk about you would have that skill set it's pretty comprehensive yes it sounds very comprehensive it's a 35 day online based course Wowzers, yeah uh monday through thursday is a new topic of uh, content yep i think on the weekend there's a like a psychology day yeah meditation stuff and also she mentioned uh i think her facebook groups you can ask you can actually yep. ask questions along the way uh, or you can just comment at the end of the each day's topics, depending on how you like to interact. That's right. You Lots do it of a little more behind the scenes, or a little more hands-on with everyone, balls deep with everyone else. Yep. And she's in there moderating. Yep. And and running and, the course. And uh, what I really like about this, and why we can, you know, uh, recommend it uh, wholeheartedly, is. Mm. It's her baby. This is what she's extremely passionate about. Yeah. So I think you get really good bang for your buck out of this. Yep. So there's going to be, uh, as an expression of interest page, because the, yes, the, the next course goes off in uh, May, I believe. So yeah, soon. You can register an expression of interest on yep. all the W's, yourlowtoxlife.com forward slash go dash low dash tox forward slash. Ooh, maybe one more time for get that Get a one. pen out and r- write it down. W's dot yourlowtoxlife.com forward slash go dash low dash tox forward slash <laughs> very good okay like we did that twice yeah okay so that's an expression of interest so you can't actually book it yet uh, yep. she mentioned there's a seven uh, day window so it'll go live and then you've got to get in there book yep. it the limited spaces and um, as far as I'm aware yeah because that's why it's elusive and, yep. and you can't book it in yet but um but if you're interested, expression of interest would be the best place to start. All right, let's, uh, let's get into it. Yeah, from the horse's mouth. Another bar podcast with yeah. uh, Tom and Rawdon. And for our uh, regular listeners, mm. Rawdon, those are brave UTB souls. UTB land. Yes, that have uh, endured the uh, polywaffle from you and I over the years. Yes, much. They would remember we've done a couple of interviews with Dr. Mark Schaus. Yes. Author of Achieving Victory Over a Toxic World. Yep. And in those interviews, you know, he's been through the uh, the doom and gloom of this uh, <laughs> toxic soup in which we exist. Yeah, soup, yeah. You know, the uh, the styrene, the, the, uh, yeah, the xylene, the parabenes, the phthalates. Yep, the uh, xeno chemicals i think he calls it rather than just xenoestrogens now so yes it's, it's all of them and it's all been quite technical and quite heavy mm. probably what we haven't done enough of uh, rawdon is actually uh providing some practical strategies to actually start reducing the toxic burden for the listener out there yes and so our next guest alex stewart we've got online and she's got a website called low tox life and ah, yeah. i guess like a lot of listeners to this podcast rawdon that have made a uh a lifestyle and a business out of uh, the fitness industry and, mm. and you know training and nutrition mm. she's made a business and a lifestyle well a low tox lifestyle and she's yeah. um, you know it's a personal mission I guess for her to educate others and help yeah. them detox their lives yep yep jam-packed with practical strategies and she actually runs courses teaching people how Very to cool. do all this which is exciting well um, I mean you and I both unanimously I think uh, agree that uh, you know uh, with our preparation for our our clients that you've worked with some athletes but you know I just I don't think we actively tell the guys I mean I used to once upon a time ewg.org 
you know, banish every every possible chemical from the house. But I don't so much do that anymore. But the the our nutrition and and supplementation and and lifestyle changes that we give our clients, I'm pretty sure they're they're quite toxic free. You know, just yes. through, through all the things rather than saying avoid this. It's like, well, no, you you eat from these foods and and I recommend you you, you know you do these things. So I think um, by default we're we're creating a, a relatively low toxicity environment for our but it would be great to 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 have that skill set to go that little bit further further. that that our listeners can also apply to their world Um, and by the sounds of it Alex is going to explain make it uh, quite a quite a notable uh, difference in a much better place to exist Mm. so this is very exciting so Alex thank you very much for your time this morning and welcome to the podcast oh you're so welcome it's great to be here so to give our listeners a bit of an insight as to how you got started in, in all of this, Alex. Mm. Could you just give us a bit of a rundown as to your personal journey into um, this path that you walk these days? Yes, absolutely. Uh, now, I guess it it all started, it sounds sort of cliche to say, but it all started with a few dodgy health scenarios. Oh. Um, because when you don't feel well, of course, you want to feel better. And yeah. on the road to wanting to feel better, I discovered a few things. So my first Um, lesson was really after years and years of chronic tonsillitis and just going on stronger and stronger and stronger antibiotics each time I got it uh, one day waking up um, in my little flat in Bondi at the time I lived and uh, I was like on the third round of antibiotics it was the strongest level of antibiotics you could possibly be on um, which I've since found out I'm now completely resistant to which is a bit scary Um, and uh, and I I had this little um, bottle that I was spitting into because I couldn't bear swallowing it was that kind of bad it was all kinds of bad and at the little depths of despair and feeling sorry for myself I thought there's got to be a different way to actually sort this out and and stop feeling so horrible because um, I don't want to go on like this and um, it's like that Einstein thing you know and you guys would see it often in um, in PT world where you know if you're doing the same thing over and over again expecting different results yeah. you're officially crazy yes so you got to change things up and yes. I changed things up and found a naturopath thanks to a girlfriend of mine who was already seeing one and 14 years ago that was well 15 now that was a bit hippie woo woo to do still yeah um, but I, I found her and she got me on a really strict fasting um, diet of really well cooked rice broth and carrots for three days and then a couple of immune boosters and it literally just went away it was incredible and it was the first time instead of going in with like an army of tiny um bacteria killing ak-47 um antibiotic guys i was going in from the inside and strengthening my body to do its own healing Mm. and it was my first um foray into um, naturopathic healing and now I would say I'd see a naturopath nine times out of ten if I ever need to go to a healthcare professional for the simple fact that uh, they understand that what it's about is really putting the, the, the wheels in motion for your body to heal itself whenever something comes up. Yeah. And then the second thing was after years on the contraceptive pill, which so many women are, unfortunately, and I say unfortunately because we really should not be, so please do mm. your research. Um, Dr. Nat Kringudis is a great one to, to check out for, um, for why. So is Kate uh, Johnston from Core Wellbeing. They're both really okay. passionate about helping women find alternative ways of contraception. Um, I should say couples, takes two to tango. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> um, and I, I just didn't get my period back when I came off it. And it was like for two years and there were all these tests being done and all this stuff. And wow. and um, my doctor said, well, it could be early onset menopause. We, could pre- we have to prepare ourselves for that being a possibility. And you tell that to a 27-year-old chick who, yeah. you know, kind of like to have kids one day, maybe not that day, but... Um, yeah. It was a real blow and I went back to the um, naturopath and and she just laughed in my face when I told her what they'd said and, and said, well, we'll sort that out and uh, again got me on some really strategic herbs and and we were we were back in business a, a month later, literally, just that's all it took. Wow. So I was sold and it was sort of the first time I'd started to really think about 
um, junk food as not being food uh, and really eliminating all of that stuff and finding um, new beautiful ways to treat food, to have a relationship with food. I realised so much of my love conversation and loving myself and other people loving me and me loving other people was bringing junk. Like, you know, you bring donuts to the newborn's um, suite. I mean, that's the last thing a woman who's just given birth needs, right? Mm-hmm. There's just all this sort of like junk. And yeah. um, so I, I cleaned up on the food side. Um, my beautiful husband was right there with me, totally got it. And we became real foodies. And, you know, it's so funny, isn't it? Like mm. food is seen as such a... A snobby thing, like to to cook well or be proud yeah. of certain ingredients from a market, or um, you know, to go to a chef's masterclass. But but really, like guys, this is what we're engineered to do: to eat mm. real food. Mm. And, and like, why wouldn't we want to prepare it better and pre- and find the best of? Um, and why would we want it sprayed with heaps of artificial chemicals that whack around our hormones? Like, mm. no thanks. So mm. organic is not snobism. It, we should all be helping each other try to find a way to afford it and get access to it and yeah. learn to grow stuff if we've got some land or a balcony, you know. Mm. It's, um, it's not snobby at all. So sort of through these areas, food really came first. And then when my son was born... I had started to sort of look a little bit more at natural brands and I'd, I'd started to be that kind of consumer that um, saw an, a, a picture of a planet on a bottle or the word earth or natural mm. and thought, oh, and pastel get that colours. one. Lots of you pastels. Know, yes. So much of it is mm. BS and it's, um, <laughs> it's really quite funny. Well, it's actually tragic because people thought they were doing the right thing. But um, usually by day two or three of the course, when we do the first week, which is very science-based on Go Low Tox, most people are like, oh, my gosh, I thought I was green. This (laughs) is killing me. All this stuff that I was supposedly doing better by me and the planet with is still really, really bad. So, so, yeah, for me, when my son was born, I really had a look at things and really researched things because I just didn't want anything to upset his beautiful, pure little body and um, just started to find some really trustworthy brands that were so transparent and so full of integrity Uh, and I hadn't really seen that before. You know, when you go to the supermarket, you don't see the ingredients on cleaning products because of a so-called right for them to have a proprietary blend Mm. um, that they don't actually have to disclose ingredients, which I just think is crazy. We're going to be using that dishwashing liquid on our hands. We bloody well want to know what's in it. Yeah. Um, And it really kind of got my justice goat up. I didn't like the secrecy. I didn't like the secrecy I'd already seen in the food industry. I didn't like the lack of labelling around genetically modified foods. Um, or traceability around meat. You know, the word free range is a complete farce in this country as it is in the States. Um, okay. You really have to know your producer and or you really have to find the brands that demonstrate pure transparency so that you can really form some trust buys and, um, and, and sort of start shopping that way. So yeah. all of that stuff that I was learning on my own journey, I realized none of my friends or family knew. No mm. one knew. Like this was eight years ago and um, uh, it, I, I became the teacher. And, and it's quite funny. Like when I was little, I always want, I always knew how to help people. Like in a, they're feeling bad. Like go for this, have some vitamin C. Yeah. I always had a few like little tricks up my sleeve. And my nickname at school was Dr. Alex. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, we're doctors as well. Yeah, we Tom pretend to be doctors. We're, uh, we're, we're doctors. <laughs> yeah. too. I'm so yes. not a doctor. Yeah, just yeah. for anyone out there, well, we are. Stuff. We I'm are not yeah, yeah. practitioner. Um, you know, it's your decision to change stuff up. But. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I just found it funny that I was then drawn to this teaching role in health after having been in cosmetics and uh, and the hospitality industries and um, and really feeling like I wanted to also do something with this. So the website was born and I just started writing about what I was finding and, you know, it's that the old story goes for a lot of people with blogs that turn um, into businesses is that a stranger or two start reading and all of a sudden you get comments from someone you've never met before in Seattle and you go, oh, this is <laughs> a bit weird. And um, and then someone suggested I start a Facebook page. Oh, it'd be really good for us to be able to chat about this stuff. I was like, oh, okay, yep, I'll do one of those. <laughs> and... Uh, and had 50 gloriously loyal people on there for about two years before anything really happened. <laughs> um, 
and uh, and that that's how it all began. And I, I really believe, you know, as in with any business, for it to be successful, you have to be serving people in a meaningful way mm. um, that matters to them, that helps them get from some sort of A to B in their own lives, um, whether that's health, whether that's better shoes or yeah. fashion sense, whether it's minimalism. I mean, you could pick any topic you like, uh, but helping people... Um, from some sort of A to B journey in their own lives is, is really where it's yeah. at. And that's all I profess to do. And Alex, I guess if we think about your history with the illness and you've obviously turned that around with the Tonsillitis. with what you've done in your lifestyle, are you finding that a lot of these people that seek you out and, and need to get from A to B, that A is a point of, of illness or there's something that's driven them to this to make a decision to actually make these lifestyle changes or is there just a general growing awareness that we need to detoxify our lives? Yeah, I think it's both. You know, unfortunately, humans are pretty apocalyptic. We usually wait till the, the poop hits the fan before yes. we go, oh, maybe it's something I'm doing, mm. you know, and, and to change stuff. Um, and sometimes you need that wake-up call. Um, and, you know, let's just hope it's a, a gentle wake-up call as opposed to a really horrible one. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, often for women, it's when you have your baby that you become more conscious of everything and you think, oh, you know, like what is that food and, and how can I do the best job I can? So women tend to get out there and research a lot more. I always um, praise the one or two guys each round who do go low tox or any of my courses um, because yeah, yeah. it really is a token one or two guys. Um, so, uh, yeah, so it's Snags. mainly um, parents of young children who find me or people with um, some sort of health dilemma. Yeah. And do you attribute the, the issues that you had with your health? Do you put that down to the, you know, like working in cosmetics and, and toxic exposure or was it a, a combination of factors, do you think? Uh, well, look, it was a combination of factors. You know, it, it like I was born by cesarean section because I had to be, as mm. was my son. It was an emergency. Um, so I don't begrudge cesareans. I think they're an absolute miracle. And in fact, my nephew was born by emergency cesarean just yesterday. Oh, um, oh. Gorgeous little Oscar. Welcome to the world, so, Oscar. Yes. Yeah, I know, right? I'm very excited. This toxic um, world, though. You be careful out there, Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> much, uh, much to do. Yeah. Don't worry. I've got him on all the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Dropped off all the organic just, snacks just for the parents chuck yesterday. Him in a bubble. We're, we're, we're on a good start. Very good. Um, yes, so being born by C-section does mm. com- compromise your gut microbiome from day one. Unless, yeah. you know, back then in the 70s, no one knew that you needed to populate the gut of a baby who'd been born by C-section. Mm. Um, but you do because they don't take that first gulp through the um, birth canal. So it's really, really important to start there. And I think that's where a lot of people miss... Um, something that sets them up for having certain predispositions yeah. unless you work on that and correct it at some point in your life. And I guess um, for you starting that way and then this onslaught of antibiotics course after course yeah. after course, it must have really deteriorated your gut biome, Bio, as we call yeah. it. 100%. Yeah. Mm. You've got it. it. So it. that and then the assault of my first um, career move, which was... Uh, my very first job was actually head of a fragrance counter in a duty-free shop. So Ooh. there you go, like one of my least favorite Jeez. things in the world mm. now um, was something I loved and adored and sprayed hundreds and hundreds and hundreds yes. of sprays every day with all those synthetic chemicals through there. And then um, hospitality as as a woman who's got um, hormones that you need to protect in those um, uh, reproductive years is, uh, you know, being up until three, four, five, six in the morning is not good for you. Yeah, it's right. really, really not great. That's right. exactly when all through the night is when your hormones are regenerating themselves and uh, it's no no surprise to me at all that I had a whole bunch of hormonal issues through my yeah. 20s. Um, who, who would have guessed you no, need, a, need a full night's sleep? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so, uh, my point is it's so obvious, you know, but, uh, yeah. but yet so there, there are a few yeah. and far between us that actually get that, uh, that good night's sleep. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, especially, especially these days. Yeah. yeah. You know, sort of shrugged really, off. It's as, few and far between, and it is so important. You know, I have, I have um, a, a little current health battle that I'm uh, working on with um, an adverse effect from a general anaesthetic that kind of just tipped me over the edge and made me a really reactive person last June. And I'm just starting to settle now. Mm, um, interesting. But, uh, but yeah, that was, a, that was a bit full on. You know, I, if you have an issue with general anaesthetics afterwards, it's not in your head. Please go and see someone who is 
specialised in it. I'm actually working with Dr. Jess Armin over in Pennsylvania via Skype um, because he's so wonderful. Um, you okay. know, in Australia, we're a little behind the eight ball on on a- acknowledging that 20% of the population has a massive issue with generals. Mm. Yeah. So um, I think... So that's something to watch for. But yeah, so that, you know, sleep is something that every guest on my show, uh, we always do like a weekly challenge. And I, I kid you not, and I've spoken to, I think we're up to show 36 now, 32 of them, it was either sleep or breathe. That was <laughs> weekly challenge. Yeah, right. Yeah. It was as simple as that. That is how so wow. many health experts, naturopaths, yeah. physicians, cardiologists, you name it, all these people that have been on my show, let's do the weekly health challenge. Okay, guys, I want you to get <laughs> an extra 30 minutes sleep. And that was yeah. the challenge. And yeah. again, the next week, someone saying uh, deep breathing. It's yeah. not rocket science, yet well, we don't hold ourselves accountable to it. Well, we, uh, Tommy and I on the podcast often uh, talk about the um, – the validity of breathing and uh, sleeping, so it's uh, certainly something that um, you know we uh, we push as well. What I was going to say, I really love the, the the point that you made earlier, talking about uh, junk food is not being food. It's it's mm. and not even thinking it's actual food. It's 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 just junk, which I think yeah. is really good. And and, yes. and I think a lot of people still. You know, consider it a, you know, certainly in the world of if it fits your macros and flexible dieting and all this type of stuff that, you know, it's still food. But but I think if you were to to actually, you know, it was almost when you said that it was a, something like the penny dropped and it was like, yeah, it's actually not really food, is it? It's, yes, it's, 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 it's like a... Made of things the body doesn't recognize as nutrition. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah, crazy. Exactly. But, but if you think like that, then you just don't consider it to be an, might, an option yeah. yeah it might be on an occasion you make a choice to not eat food and have something like that but but you would you don't incorporate it day to day because it's it's just not food yeah you know it's it's <laughs> man-made right. creation i thought i thought it was that really sort of rung true with me when you were rattling that off i thought that was great mm. i would also just before uh, tommy jumps in and asks another question i would uh, i guess one of the things with um yeah, you mentioned going to the, the green cosmetics and knowing about the products a little more and, and not just picking something with a planet on it. Uh, but but when, yeah. you, when you did go down that route and, and change your, your cleaning products and things like that, you know, my, albeit I haven't really looked into it, but my, you know, I, uh, thoughts were that the products just didn't clean that well, you know, and, and maybe they didn't originally. Um, yeah. What are they like in regards to you know getting the washing clean? Like for our listeners out there that are Gen Pop and they've got kids and they got to clean and they, you know, the clothes are grubby and all this type of stuff. Are, are the the green products when we're we're, you know, washing up or you know putting your clothes in the washing machine and and putting a scoop of the the, the these uh, environmentally friendly toxic free um, cleaning products do they actually work or you know what yes, have you they found? Do. I mean, you know, you're always going to find crappy ones and good ones in every market sector, whether it's like one of the super toxic ones, there'll be a crappy one and a good one. This is why we often like go through three or four shampoos until we land on the brand we like or same with washing powder, whatever. Natural is no different. And we've got a few things at play when it comes to washing up and washing. Water is different in pretty much every city in the world by some sort of level of pH. You know, you talk about hard water, soft water, and different products are going to react differently depending on where you live. So there's that as a challenge in terms of finding the right brand for you. But then, of course, there's the crappy versus good challenge. And uh, and in the okay. course, I've tested everything. I've tested. I think I've tested actually over three thousand products now. Wow. Um, yeah, cool. in America, the UK, and here, I, I'm really passionate about um, helping people find things that perform because. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like health food, but not health food as in good, real, gorgeous food, but that category of health food that actually tastes disgusting that people just eat because they think it's healthy, so they suffer through it to be healthy. You know, that yeah, kind of thing? Yeah, 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 mm. yeah, yeah. And it's the same it's in good for me. cosmetics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to eat my Brussels the sprouts. They're good. Mm-hmm. So they, yeah, they're using these shampoos and, you know, their hair's greasy after yeah, three yeah, hours yeah. and they're just going, but it's natural. So I yes. guess, you know, I've just got to do this. And you, you're sad and you're stressed <laughs> and you don't like it and you don't like the look of yourself. That is not doing change right yeah. when you do that, yeah. you know? So, 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 um, so I guess the take home message there is, you know, if you find a bad one, that's, you know, don't then 
one strike like my policy is one strike and they're out but yes. uh, as Tom will yeah, know yeah. but so if you do get a bad one cool just move on pick another one but there there definitely are good products out there it's just a matter of finding oh the my right gosh. one that works these for you. days you are spoiled for choice yeah, it's incredible cool. how much good stuff there is out there and really great stuff in the supermarket as well like if you're listening in Australia yep. try EcoStore or Aware both excellent brands I think um, there's a Sorry? I was going to say, I think I actually do legitimately. Eco Store. Yeah, they make some great stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're awesome. I interviewed Malcolm and I've, I've caught up with him a couple of times, the founder. Inspirational oh, cool. dude. Like a little, um, started with a little permaculture garden and making products <laughs> from their garage in New Zealand on some remote island and shipping them wherever people wanted them. You really know, cool. really Very amazing cool. story. So uh, now like a total global domination situation going on mm. and a great brand, you know, really high integrity. Yeah. really Quality. passionate about all sorts of things for people and planet and um, and a pleasure to, to give them a bit of a plug because I think that's a great job. Yeah, okay. And, and uh, just, just before we move on from those, I guess the, you referenced the planet there a few times as, as I did and I, and I guess beyond... You know, that bigger picture, like we think of ourselves and, uh, you know, I don't want any chemicals going into me, but uh, if you take a step back and realize that we all are on this planet and, you know, those choices not only being, um, you know, a low toxic burden on yourself, they're better for the environment. Like yeah. you, you're actually making the world a better place as well. I mean, that that in itself should be a reason to, to contemplate using alternative products and, and certainly heading down that direction. You might find that... Uh, you might well sleep those seven or eight hours a night a little uh, better a little better knowing that you're uh, making mm-hmm. the planet a better place mm. but that that's really but that's worthy as yeah, well that's a valid point too do. isn't it mm. it's a valid point but it's not enough for people unfortunately it has no. to be win-win we yeah, have yeah, to sure. love using the thing as well which is fair enough you know you don't want to like yeah. i just said before about the health food or the you know the old hippie stuff that didn't really work um you want it to perform like we've got busy modern lives and you don't want your kids sports t-shirts to look horrific by the third wear um but these days you just don't have to because um things do perform yeah and um and i love what you just said about the planet being our home but it's so true and i saw this amazing astronaut give a keynote at the bbc futures conference last year i can't remember his name right at this minute Um, But he was inspirational in that he shared his journey as an astronaut. He shared which political party he was very, very highly um, supportive of at the time. And then he shared his journey of the first time up in space looking back on planet Earth. And uh, and everything just went out the window. Every Mm, race, every political party, every everything just went out the window and uh, and he realised that the whole world is a world and we are all on this thing together. Yes. And yeah. it is all of our home. And then when they landed in Russia, um, there was this little kind of blade of grass growing through this really rough, sandy terrain. And he just touched the grass and said, I'm home. Even though uh, he was in a totally different country, yeah. he finally started cool. to see that the world was all of our homes and worth protecting. And yeah. I think that's just such a beautiful... Um, way to look at thing you know we'd, we'd create all these divisions but really what what are they good for mm. i forget what the actual term for that is but it is a, a phenomenon that all people that travel into space experience the further they get away yeah. from the planet and the more they look down on it the more the sense of love that develops for for the earth as yeah. a as one whole it's uh, maybe we it's should uh, old uh, wasn't branson getting a uh yeah, a jet yeah. yeah. i think we I should, think we should all, every yes. political part leader yeah. Yeah. Line everyone, up there. everyone in the world <laughs> yeah. line up yeah. let's get the, how many billion let's throw them up let's and uh, up world peace that would change the planet Look, I tell, I tell there you we what? go we didn't think we were going to go in that direction <laughs> no oh, that's no. it done and story world peace there we go I reckon, uh, Alex, the sound of these courses are really fascinating. I'm curious as to um, where you go when you start off with the science because one of the great challenges that certainly I've found working with clientele is, I guess, getting that um, that tipping point with them emotionally where they're prepared to cross the line and say, okay, I'm not really going to buy these products anymore. I'm going to start switching things over. Sense. And it, it, it does tend to correlate with a level of education about what's actually happening in the body when we're exposed to, to certain toxins. So how do you start when someone comes in who, who's very new to it all? Yeah. Where, where does the science start with, with you? For me, it starts with um, synthetic fragrances because 
phthalates, P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-E-S, are in almost every mainstream product um, hiding under the term fragrance. So mm, they'll yeah. be in your washing powder, they'll be in your scented candle, they'll be everywhere. And, um, and I really find that that big doozy of a topic on the very, that was the second day, we always start the first day as a bit of a... Um, as a bit of a welcome and a, and a dip your toe in the water and yeah, then yep. boom, we hit the science. And the reason we do is exactly what you said before. You cannot change unless you've really sat with uh, the science and really understood and really been educated on why you want to make all these changes. Mm. Otherwise, you're not going to have enough fire in the belly to actually go through with it yeah. half the time if you don't really understand why you're doing it. And so phthalates, you know, we look at documentaries, we look at research papers, we have discussion groups um, and quizzes uh, to really help people feel like they get why we want to get these nasty little pesky um, dodgies out of our homes. Um, They're they're really bad news. So, And I find that because it goes across so many categories, it really gets everybody's attention because it's like, whoa, okay. Let's do this and let's start working through all those categories and get this stuff out. Okay. So that sounds absolutely amazing. So pretend uh, our listeners are we're sitting in day two. We've dipped the toes in. We're good. We've got the name <laughs> tags on. I'm, I'm Tom and, and he's Rawdon, right? Right, Rawdon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So and then the, the, the phylates will, will, will talk to me about uh, I am don't know anything about it. Like how would you um, dumb it down to the point where I would then have a grasp on it, if you can, in, in, in simplistic terms for our listeners. Well, uh, the good news about phthalates is it's one of the easier ones to detox. Um, okay. They are one of the quickest chemicals to leave the body. So literally when you stop using things with synthetic fragrances in them, you've done yourself a massive service in lowering your toxic load because they just Very usher cool. themselves out. Very it's cool. more um, the xenoestrogenic chemicals like your um, plastics. Yep. They're the ones that attach themselves to fat cells and, um, and are much, much harder uh, work to get out. You still can, but it just takes time and some strategies. So, um, but phthalates, are, well, I mean, you know, what they actually are is they are sticky compounds. So, like, if you think of... Um, uh, PVC and how that's kind of a sticky plastic. Yep. Mm. Um, there's phthalates in PVC. There's some new generations PVCs that are phthalate free, but unfortunately they end up having something else in them that we just don't know about yet. Yeah. Usually, mm. like just like yeah. BPA free, it has BPS, which turns out is even worse. You yep. really just want to get away from the plastics completely. Right. Um, but um, phthalates are then sticky and so what that their job is in a fragrance is to make it last longer. So that's why you can give someone uh, a hug after a workout at the gym, probably before people don't hug so much after workout. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's sticky, yeah. Um, but, um, and, and that's when you can like have a shower that afternoon when you get back home and you can still smell the aftershave or the perfume mm, even after yeah. the shower. That phthalate Crazy. has done its job in that sense. It's it's made the fragrance stick. It makes it last longer. Okay. Um, and, you know, we, we are so conditioned to believing that a fragrance that lasts longer is better value or better quality. Mm. But it's actually, in fact, the opposite. You know, an essential oil on your skin, that'll probably evaporate and last maybe a good hour or two. Mm. Um, but then it, it dissipates, as it should. That's actually what's meant to happen. It's kind of like the... Um, those Powerball type dishwashing um, pellets yep. and that leave your sh- um, leave this crazy kind of almost oily looking sheen on your glassware. Yeah, That's not natural. Oh, mm. That is not Bam. normal. It's actually not something you want. <laughs> it's like the foaming, you know, face cleansers and shampoos. Foam, um. we've been educated to believe, makes us cleaner. It does not. And in fact, the foam is sodium lauryl sulfate, which you don't really want in your personal care. It's extremely disruptive of the skin. So, So a lot of the times it's marketing that tells us, you know, to identify the problem and fixes it, fixes it with a toxic chemical that then causes haywire in our system. So, Mm. when you've got a phthalate going into the body, it acts like hormones. Any hormone, different hormones, all sorts of hormones. And your body, when it sees lots of hormones floating around, goes, oh, great, I don't need to make any of that anymore or we don't need to make so much of that today. And one day, two day, that's fine. You know, this is why I say to people if you're in a um, public toilet and they've got one of those 
kind of spray things that goes off intermittently, <laughs> oh, don't yeah. panic. You know, your body can detox a certain small amount every day. We're made as incredible, sophisticated detoxing engines. Mm. But it's the overload. It's the overexposure. It's the stuff right. getting into our home environment. That's yep. what we can't deal with. Just as you said, you know, you might have some hot chips at the pub one Sunday in, you know, yeah. in the whole season. Yeah. And that's totally fine. Chow down, enjoy. Your body can sort it out. But yeah. to, to have hot chips as like your daily work lunch with, you know, whatever else you it's might have in there, no, that your body can't work out. So it's okay. all about load mm. and we just want to get rid of that um, excess load and really bring things down to being sporadic exposures here and there, out and about, that you're kind of going with the flow and you don't really worry about. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. So the the phylates we're all exposed to, it's more of a we don't want to overload on it, but when they are in the body, um, it's this endocrine disruption that, that, that occurs and it can be different from person to person but I guess it's disrupting that homeostasis so that's the issue with the yes. phylates um, so you mentioned uh, that's cool we know uh, the listeners now know that you know from time to time and that's all, all good but minimize it elsewhere and they're going to get quite a quick uh, turnaround. So if that is something that's an issue for the individual, when they do make those changes and make those choices to go to those green products and take it out, um, you're saying that they can get quite a quick turnaround and, and, and the benefits of avoiding it will be quite quick, which is cool. You mentioned the, the, the Z, these, these more uh, nasty xeno uh, chemicals and estrogens that do um, wind up in fat cells. Now, let's, let's talk about those, uh, if, if you don't mind. Uh, obviously, mm. we're exposed to those on a daily basis, as far as I'm aware. Are they a little mm. more sinister? They, 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 they're harder to, to detox, and once they're in, they're, you know, what's the go with those? Do we, and when we eliminate uh, exposure w- w- to these, uh, do, mm. we, do we see much of a reprieve, or, or is it like a, a work in, in, in progress you know it'd be months before you see the benefits of of uh, uh, taking these the plastics and, and whatnot out of out of the system yes it can take months um, which is why you just want to stop drinking from plastic water bottles today get yourself a good stainless steel bottle um, so or even glass. just before we move on for that one even the, the the you know the we won't name names but the the bottle out of the the 7-eleven uh, or is it yep. more, you know, uh, refilling an old refilling bottle, or, or just anything out of plastic? As a rule of thumb, best to avoid. Anything out of plastic is best to avoid. I, I recommend pantries be stocked with glass jars. Um, uh, any, like you know, you you want to avoid what you can avoid, so you don't have to worry about everything. Does right. that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'll just yeah. say, uh, not, so I'm going to use my moisturizer. Will be maybe in a in a pump that has some plastic on it, but it's an inert plastic. Um, the um, uh, polypropylene is one of the most inert plastics, and a lot of brands use that. And um, and I don't want to worry about that, so I do everything else. Yes. You know, okay. that I, that yep, I do yep, have yep, control, yep. control over that I can mm. easily change. And so I'm minimizing exposure um, in all sorts of areas. And um, with, with detoxing from those guys, often, especially if you've got hormone levels that are a bit wonky when you've done yeah. your hormone test, um, and, and don't just do a standard, a bog standard estrogen, progesterone, um, yeah, 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 testosterone yeah. type test. You want to get your DHEA, you want to get um, your thyroid hormones. You don't just want to do TSH, you want to do T3, T4, reverse T3, antibodies. You know, you really want to get a good detailed test. And if your doctor won't give it to you, it's the wrong doctor. Yeah. Every yeah physician or practitioner should be feel like a, a partner with you mm. who really validates your concerns. I like that. Um, so find someone else. Um, and uh, and I, I find naturopaths amazing. They've got an incredible access to um, very sophisticated lab tests these days. So they can be great to go and see when you really want to get a good workup. And then yep. from that, you may need to actually work um, quite specifically on your case because, as you said before, it affects us all in such different ways. Yeah. For someone, it might screw up their thyroid. Someone else, it might give them high estrogen. For yeah. someone else, it might give them adrenal problems. I mean, you know, the endocrine system is big and very sophisticated and yeah. does an awful lot. So, okay. it's it's I can't say specifically sure. the protocol what uh, what you would need to do because it would literally be different for everyone but 
There are heaps of things you can do to gently um, encourage your lymph, stimulate it, keep circulation going. So exercise, infrared sauna, dry brushing, regular body scrubs, um, massage is amazing, cupping is amazing, the Chinese technique. Um, There's a whole bunch of stuff you can do to uh, encourage um, the the um, chemicals to come out of the cells and and start expelling themselves. In doing that, you really want to make sure your liver is also working really well, which is basically, just to give you an overview, why it's really important to do with a practitioner. Yeah, Yeah. so I I guess also you you would have to say... Alex is is something that you referred to earlier. You know, avoiding the things that aren't food, like we said, junk food, and eating a you know a organic foods, but but a nice you know amount of vegetables and green vegetables. We know they're great for detoxification as well. Um, so I guess food choices and and will also play a big as well as avoiding natural products and like you said, training in the the IR saunas and these sorts of things. But even before they went down that route, I mean, just eating a a, a nice, well balanced, high fiber uh, nutrition plan would invariably uh, give the body the the raw materials it needs to to help detox a lot of these uh, uh, you know xenoestrogens out of the body as well. Would you would you agree with that? Uh, I would, but again, it's so individual because so many people have compromised guts these days from antibiotics and all sorts. If you plug a whole bunch of fiber into that digestive system, often they'll get really blocked up and then the toxins will sit there for longer and you really want people moving things along in their body. So um, sometimes it has to be like really low fiber for a little bit, lots of um, vegetables but really well cooked. Um, a seriously gentle kind of brothy, soupy type meals um, yeah. and juices over smoothies um, for a lot of people to just get the nutrients back in, get digestion happening again and then slowly bringing fibre back in um, yeah. I, uh, over mm. time. Yes, but I mean, you know, it's one of the great um, great nutrients and of course we all need it, but just be mindful that plant fibre um, from vegetables is probably the best kind of fibre for all of us yeah, over that, grains and things like that. That was more the point I was making. It wasn't so much yeah, as cool. that they need to... I'm just saying, someone, let's let's paint a picture. Most of the population is not a healthy population. That's why we have the highest level of obesity in the world. So my yeah. point was, well, let's start eating a little better, not deliberately making choices to consume a ton of fiber, but just make these, these nutritional, uh, better nutritional choices. And that is going to put the body in the right steed to start actually detoxing far better. And then obviously there's going to be specific cases where fiber is not going to be appropriate in high levels. But it was more... Just to, yeah, yeah. I guess, our listeners yeah. to be aware of the power of nutrition. You know, like yeah. it's it's great if I'm still eating junk food and eating McDonald's. You know, but I'm having IR saunas and everything else. Well, <laughs> you you know, hey, let's just take a step back. Let, yeah. Let's think about what we're doing first, and then have a look at all these other factors that are going to be big game game changers. But um, it sounds like that. Uh, I guess if, if, if the listener does feel that, that you know, they do have a, a you know, they, they avoid the, the phylates and they're still feeling a little under the weather and, and maybe they do find a, a functional um, practitioner that does do the, the, the comprehensive list of blood markers like you mentioned where they're looking at the thyroid function, antibodies, T3, T4, these sorts of things and they do see a little bit of dysregulation then they probably do need to dig a little deeper and probably do need to actually uh, work with that functional practitioner or a naturopath or like you've suggested to to get their body back into a state of balance um, rather than you you know just taking it upon themselves to to you know tackle it would, would you say that as well like there, there would be specific cases where if they are you know, there will actually have to be professional intervention yes. to, to, to help them, uh, like pretty much what happened with you with, with uh, the couple of times you went to the naturopath to sort your uh, situations out. Would would that be a, a typical scenario where, you know, yeah, they're, they're, they, they may legitimately have to actually seek professional help to, to get themselves on the, the straight and narrow? Mm. Of course. And, you know, it's really important that we emphasize here that, Yes, you can have a, a fantastic diet, and of course that's super important. Eat the rainbow, you know, really yeah. good quality protein <laughs> from ethical sources, yep. all that kind of stuff. Um, but if you're still feeling crappy, it's not the food's fault. Yeah. You've taken a super important step. You just have a couple more pieces of the puzzle that sure. need fitting in there. 
Um, and obviously going low tox is a really important one. But if, again, you know, that doesn't fix everybody's problem, then yeah. you've probably got something as simple as too much antibiotic use in your younger years sure. and you really need to sort out your gut on a therapeutic level um, and get things um, back. Because if you're not actually able to absorb the nutrients that you're making such a yeah. great effort to um, include in your diet, then your gut buckleys are getting better. So it's really important to just always be thinking, um, yay, I'm doing something awesome here, still feeling a bit dodge and use yeah. it as instead of getting upset about it or down on yourself about it, congratulate yourself for those steps that you've already taken. Yeah, just go, okay, well, we're just not done yet and let's just stay aware of how I'm feeling and and, and chat to someone who can really help me see the big picture and what I might be missing. It's Yeah, of yeah, course. Very. But like I said before, see someone who feels like a real partner with you on your health. Just like you would choose a PT that you actually look forward to going to see <laughs> as opposed to someone that you feel like, oh, they drill me and I hate it and it sucks and I can't bear the thought of next Tuesday already. You know, no, that you've chosen the wrong PT if that's how you're feeling. Yeah, and um, it, it's like that with practitioners as well. Very good. Tell me, Alex, um... Once upon a time, naturopaths may not have been quite so well versed uh, in in maybe the dealing with these. Um, uh, because once upon a time, the xenoestrogens or the issue with with the chemicals in the environment wasn't it wasn't a thing. You know, they didn't really. Yeah. Twenty years ago, it's like, yeah, what's that? There might have been a few people preaching it. Are you finding now? I'm assuming you sort of you know keep up to, up to date with with what naturopaths these days have to be. Uh, learning and on top of like for our listeners do they have to try and find a you know in inverted commas a, a really good naturopath or are they generally finding like most naturopaths are pretty savvy with the types of things like you mentioned the gut health uh you know and obviously the assimilation of nutrients that's a big start for getting your, your body dealing with toxins uh, in the first place but you, you, you see where i'm going like do they have to try and find a specific naturopath or generally uh, a good quality naturopath who knows what they're doing should have the skill set to to help them yeah look um a lot of this stuff isn't taught in a health okay. science degree yet unfortunately it's getting there um but a lot of uh, practitioners then go on to learn i mean a lot of them have done my course oh really um, wow. nutritionists naturopaths awesome. absolutely because it's so detailed and there are so many re research papers and you know they really appreciate the scientific um backing of the information yeah. that we're sharing um but uh but look you know i know so many who really do know a lot about this stuff and so okay. it'll usually be people who have been in clinical practice for years and years who've had patients that they're still trying to find that other piece of the puzzle yeah. and therefore they go on a huge research bent you know, down that road to then be able to help that patient um, mm. heal. So I, I would tend to, if your issue is hormonal um, and you're finding uh, that you're not having success with the person you're seeing, it's nothing against that person. It's just like seeing a doctor yeah. for um, something that they haven't been trained in healing. You know, for like sure. we, we should all just respect the fact that whoever you've got in front of you has had whatever education they've had and that's what they can actually help you with. Yeah. Okay. So to find someone in line with what you need is really important and to not just go, oh, I'm sick so I need a doctor or I'm sick so I need a naturopath yeah. but go, what type of naturopath do I want? What type of questions do I want to okay. ask that will help me see whether they're the right one for me? So mm. treat it like an audition, you know? Okay, so a bit yeah. of research before they... Um before they go in, perhaps, mm. and and I guess yeah. similar to the point you made with, um, you know, with the well, well, like we both concluded with the with the cleaning products, we get a bad one. It's not, ah, oh, well, cleaning products are no good. I'm going to go back to the chemical laden ones that work. It's like, no, just try another product mm. and it'll be fine. Mm. So I guess the same yeah, is with yeah. a with a with a much like a GP. You know, if 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 you see a GP and for whatever it it just doesn't work, you don't see eye to eye or it doesn't help your situation you're similar with a naturopath I guess so you know if you go to one and oh no they couldn't fix me that's it N -n -n naturopath has naturopathy no naturopathy doesn't work yeah it doesn't yeah, work yeah, yeah. I oh, wash my hands of it no I tried it once and it, they didn't do anything it's like well okay let's just move on to another one mm. so the, that's pretty much what you're saying you know do a little bit of research and and um, you know if, if one doesn't uh, it may just be their skill set is limited in, in that regard and then you know uh, move on and, and find another one to help you but you're, you're more than yeah and you're more than confident recommending that uh, a good naturopath will be able to um, 
you know, yeah. help these guys and girls that are, are having issues. And, and, and I think those uh, testing procedures, Alex, that you mentioned as well, like we, Rod and I work closely with an integrative practitioner. Hey, and, Vinny. And he will run uh, an absolute barrage of tests because if you don't know exactly what you're working with, yeah. then, um, you know, like the endocrine system in mm. itself is so complex that you can't really start chipping away at these at these things. So I think Treat te- one thing and then throw yeah. the other thing out. Yeah, I think exactly. the testing procedure is important. Yeah, Alex, you've mentioned the skin a number of times. So would that be one of the first entry points that we're exposed to, to toxins? Yes, definitely. Absolutely. It's our largest organ. It covers our whole body. And it's a really important one to pay attention to, for sure. And, you know, with all of these, like the, the fragrances you were talking about, how they stick and they cling to the skin, if, if that's happening, is it essentially is the skin absorbing that toxin? Yes. Look, it depends on the particle size of the chemical itself. So mm. some will get in, some won't. I guess if you think of like a vegetable oil particle, like if there's castor oil in your cleanser because that's good for um, oily skin, um, that's not going to penetrate, whereas some micro little chemicals can. So it really depends on particle size. Okay. But I think that tends to put people into like the, okay, now you've lost me. Kind yeah, of right. Like, you know, once you start going that far into size. So I tend not to really worry okay. about that too much and just focus on the main hormone disruptors, the main um, skin irritants and the main lung irritants. They're the, they're the really the three that are going to um, stuff us around if we include them in yeah. terms of groups of styles of chemicals that can be absorbed by the skin. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, before we wrap things up, I'd really like to, you mentioned organic food and, you know, there seems to be a, yeah, look, organic this, organic that. Like my understanding, and Tom and I will probably be on the same page with this one. Like I guess nutrient value. If you're looking at a, a, an organic banana, a non-organic, you know they're going to be pretty similar carbs, you know, minerals in there. But we both do acknowledge that, yeah. Look, they're probably definitely, probably definitely, hundred percent is merit in choosing the organic foods uh, if they truly are organic, of course. Uh, long term like I think everyone sort of says okay for a day to day nutrient value will agree that they're pretty similar but the line in the sand is well if you're a health perspective a health perspective long term yeah it probably will pay to to go organic uh, wherever possible obviously it's usually a more expensive choice um, can you just talk your take on that your thoughts you said you pretty much went organic did you see uh, I'm assuming you're primarily organic these days did you see a, a, again a or is that just a piece in the, the big puzzle of all the other changes we make? But did you see a notable difference um, maybe with, with just the taste of, of the organic foods? Did you find that they, they oh my taste a little better? Yes. And the, just talk about so the health, much health concerns long term. To, yeah? you, can't, you can't go back to uh, conventional broccoli once you've tasted organic <laughs> broccoli. There's, there's that, no contest. Zero. Yeah, right. I might actually so like good. Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Brussels sprouts too. Yeah. I love yeah. them. Um, so yes there is a difference in taste the nutrient difference look we we see studies that say organic is no better you know and sure that's why you don't need to beat yourself up about eating conventional grown veggies any veggie is better than no veggie any veggie that's like the first thing we need to say and then think about the five veggies that you eat the most and just switch those to organic so good, that it's yeah. not this huge thing that you think, oh, my God, I've got to change everything that's in our cupboard and, yeah. and fridge and everything's got to go organic. Just think of your high-volume stuff and switch that over first good um, because tip. then you're really making a big impact in terms of the volume of food you eat, so your leafy greens. For me, it would be leafy greens, broccoli, zucchini, carrot and sweet potato. Those Ooh. would be my five veggies that I love the most. Mm-hmm. So I'd switch those first. Um, because there is an undeniable research, yeah. and this is what they don't mention in those nutrient comparison studies, that the pesticides contain hormone disruptive chemicals yep. and also contain gut disruptive chemicals, glyphosate in particular. 
So, you know, we're stuffing around our gut microbiome with pesticides. We're stuffing around our hormones. And we're able to do this at low, low levels, very tiny microscopic levels. Dr. Michael Antonio, who's an amazing professor over in the UK for King's College of Medicine, I caught up with him there a couple of years ago and he showed me the lab where he was doing a study that um, looked at like the low, low levels that we would be exposed to every day in just eating a bit of veg and meat and um, grains. Hmm. So tiny amounts and has now published that paper i'll um i'll send you guys the pdf of the findings if you like for Mm, the um, guys listening today that shows that there is damage to the liver and to the gut and um stephanie sinef another researcher at mit has done paper after paper after paper about this stuff so it's not necessarily that you're going to get more vitamins by choosing organic but you're going to have less toxic load and that's for me all the time what we're trying to do um you know less toxic load so that when we're at our mate's barbecue um, we don't have to ask, is that chicken organic or, you yes, know, have you, yes, uh, yes, yes, you know, yes. sourced that salad from somewhere special? Because you know that you're doing the best you can at home, eating yep. mostly organic veg and um, and that means you can go with the flow in social situations. I'm a Very big good. fan yep. of that piece of the puzzle yep. that doesn't turn you into an OCD psychopath, you know, if, if feeling like you have to, um, you know, go on some huge yeah. detox every time you eat out because it's not clean. You know, clean eating, I think, is a, is a term that has often done many people a disservice because yeah. then that would assume that everything else is dirty and bad and wrong and it's yeah. just not the case. Mm. Any vegetables better than no veggies. For sure. Any, you know, and, and just start where you can with what you've got, with the budget you've got. Yeah. If you've got some land or a balcony, grow something because that'll yeah. be a great way to save cash. And um, and and then you're away. And over time, you'll just naturally want to be a bit more inquisitive, switch another thing over here and there. And um, and then it's a really exciting, um, curious way to approach it instead of stressful. Oh my god, I've failed before I've begun kind of yeah. way, which I think is something that happens in the wellness industry way too much. Mm. If change feels bad, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, I, I think that's a really good uh, note to finish on there for our listeners and. Uh, we actually have a, a, a guest in the U.S. that we talk to all the time, and uh, and he talks about biology, you know, and and you, and you can't beat biology, and and he's American. That was my American accent. But Broderick Chavez, <laughs> hi, how are you? But you know, he, he he talks about <laughs> he talks about uh, you know, it's a, it's a, like any body composition change. I mean, it's uh, obviously a different uh, beast that we're talking about, but it still is something that's occurring in the body, and it's averages over time that actually make the difference and the point you made there is you know just start making these subtle changes and changing a few things here depending on your budget you know choose a few organic things take a few chemicals out here and there make that choice to that good uh, eco cleaner and then before you know it you're existing in this uh, lower toxic burdened world Mm. and all of a sudden your your health's a little better and you, you know what I mean? It's that they don't, like you said, they don't have to do everything at once and spend no. a, you know thousands of thousand dollars throwing out all the. No, no, just like you said, a few vegetables, you know, maybe a few products in the house, and then you 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 feel a little bit better. You feel a little bit, um, uh, you know, then you you expand a little, and before you know it, you're you're living a relatively toxic free will, comparatively speaking to everyone else. Mm. And when you go out, you can you can just chill, and because it's only a small exposure from time to time. I yeah. think that's a fantastic way to look at it. That's right. Wonderful. Easy. Now, Alex, it sounds to me like the uh, the courses that you run could actually be quite appropriate for a lot of our listeners. We've got a lot yeah. of, pretty much the bulk of our listeners are in the fitness or um, health Savvy. and wellness uh, industry. So yep. how would they go about learning more about what, the, what courses you have and, and what can they expect? Uh, well, we've got all of the courses on uh, lowtoxlife.com and you see them right there on the... Um, on the home page and Very you can cool. click through real food rock stars is a course you can take any time and that really is about um, getting hit with the food system and uh, really putting the power of what's right for you and your body back to you Very instead cool. of you know changing everything off the back of a blog post and wondering why you still feel like um, SHIT <laughs> uh, you know so that's a really great course if you're 
feeling a bit bewildered and confused around food um, and just want to start eating more ethically and uh, better for you, better for the planet. Then there's Go Low Tox that we run three times a year and the next one's end of May. So Ooh. it's probably really good timing that we're okay. having a chat Perfect. Now. Cool. Um, yeah. And, what, and you can pop one? your name down for an expression of interest. It's 35 days. It's fully group coached by myself three times a year but only because I really believe the psychological piece of change needs to be taught to, to learn to do change positively I, I'm, a, I'm a hugely um, passionate um, proponent of that uh, philosophy so that's why I train that one personally and wow, uh, cool. and yeah I can't wait to welcome everybody uh, it's uh, we do four topics a week five weeks and uh, a couple of catch-up days, chill-out days. There's meditation on Sundays done by some amazing guest meditators oh, who are so cool. Awesome. And, um, yeah, we have a really good time. So it's about sort of, yes, we're learning the science. Yes, that's a bit crazy and daunting. But then we go hell for leather into changing things, thousands of references for the US, UK, Australia and New Zealand and, um, and then have a really nice kind of um, psychological piece there with the, um, the mindset check every Sunday. So, awesome. yeah, I, I love that course. It's my baby. Very That's good. Sounds, Sounds absolutely wonderful. awesome. Tommy, Great. especially the meditation. You had him at meditation. Yeah. He's uh, yeah. getting the pen and paper, credit card details now as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very, very good. good. Okay. All right, Alex. Well, that's uh, that sounds wonderful. Thank you so much for your time. Um, I no doubt pleasure. our listeners uh, get a lot out of that, and I'm going to start chipping away at my top five vegetables. I think. Yeah, that sounds really good. Me too. Me too. Thank you for your time, Bye. Alex. Chat again soon. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. That's absolutely magnificent. Isn't it? Look, it is. It really is. There she was, Alex Stewart. And, uh, With a double X. Some great stuff there, Rod. And I, I mean, I really, once again, this comes back to what Broderick's been talking about, the evil genius, about effects over time. And what she was saying about specifically some of those xenoestrogens or hormones, those yep. hormone-mimicking chemicals that get into disrupt. disrupt hormones and stop production of various things. Yeah. And yeah, sure, once or twice here or there, no big deal. But no if you were, deal. you know, saturating yourself exposing yourself on a daily basis then mm. that is going to add up over the months and the years yeah and legitimately cause issues and and i think that's the thing and, and one of the the scary things is that i, I don't think we know any better like this yes. is just how i feel yes you know yeah i've got a bit of that niggling headache and now nah, i've got sinus issues and now nah, you know i feel sort of a uh, digestive stress but yeah you know that's just that's just normal for me well yeah. maybe it's not maybe, maybe it's not maybe there are things that you can uh, look into through a, like I said the, like we said on there the qualified naturopath but mm. yeah if you're not feeling well you know embrace it you know uh, and get on the road to recovery yep. but um, she certainly painted a bit of picture there so expressions of interest for her awesome course yep rattle this one off again yourlowtoxlife.com forward slash go dash low dash tox forward slash very good and lowtox life on uh, Facebook you can Jump on there, like the page. I'm pretty sure she's quite active over there as well. So, uh, very cool. Heaps of good stuff there. Another good episode of the Under the Bar podcast. Having a great time here in the Millennium Noggin. In the Millennium Noggin with the Shag Pile Carpet so, and our in-house Wookie. Yeah, it's really good stuff. Let's uh, zip back out of UTV yeah. land for another an, another week. And uh, see you all, all again soon. Go into hyperspace and see you all again soon. <laughs> Love it. <laughs>